0: This world has been connected. And now darkness within darkness awaits you. In the end, every heart returns to the darkness whence it came. Then,
1: Tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Answer Report podcast. This is episode number ten of season two of the longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast in the world. That's right, we hit double digits, baby, for the second time. Most most Kingdom Hearts podcasts, I see them, I see the graveyard on Spotify, the
2: Keyblade the graveyard, Keyblade
1: graveyard, if you will, and most of them don't even get the double digits the first time. I'm Mike, and with me, as always, is my brother Jason. Hello, Jason. Hello. Oh, dude. Jason is actually I'm here. Right next to me. I can I can Don't reach touch out me and touch him. Why are you touching my leg like that, dude? Hey yo, hey yo. Guys, I need help. I am rubbing Jason's leg. No, so we're here for episode 10, and we got a uh action-packed show for you. We got a
2: bit of a banger. Definitely <laughs> a
1: lot to talk about. But before we get into the show uh outright, we actually have two Different emails, and they're both uh, both juiced emails. So I'm gonna read
2: them. It took you. every fiber of my being to not do the two, two. And that's I'm like the dude with the vein pulsing out of his forehead. Right.
1: Uh, don't say it. So this email says, "I'm sorry if this is long, Mike. Good tidings, Mike and Jason. I'm writing out this email from the confines of my FedEx truck. Hmm. Hopefully, you're not driving while you do that." <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast for the driver. better part of almost two years. Yo. I've been in the Twitch streams a few times. Not sure if you remember me. I used to be Riptide, but now I go by Baker Official. We definitely okay, remember okay, you. Okay. Yes. Ribbed Tide. There was a D in there. I don't know if that's what it was. I think the D might be a typo. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, but I, I remember so. Either way, I remember you. You guys have brought me so much joy and nostalgia as Kingdom Hearts has been the biggest part of my childhood and even adulthood my one and only tattoo is the kingdom key based with, with the goofy wackiness <laughs> to the heartfelt emails or something you two have become a pretty big part of my life i'm 26 year old and i have two boys five and six and playing the kingdom hearts series with them and watching them enjoy the game that brought me so much joy like oh throughout more than half my life is a dream come true randomly stumbling upon your podcast at the beginning of the pandemic a little bit before KH was released on pc hmm. just completely revived my absolute love for the series Again, I'm sorry if this is long and kind of all over the place, but I've been putting off this email for a while, and I just needed you two to know how much you guys have brought joy and happiness into my life, oh, and I've been you. able to bring it to my kids as well, and I owe a lot of that to you guys. Keep being two of the most absolute-juiced individuals on the planet. Longest-running, longest-lasting Kingdom Hearts podcast in the world, Guinness Book of World Records confirmed. <laughs> we joked about this a while back in one of your streams when you we were playing BBS, if that rings any bells. Oh, I remember. I remember. Thanks, rip- thanks, Riptide or Baker. Thank you so much, Riptide or Baker, whichever you prefer. We appreciate the email, and I'm glad that um, you are showing a brand new generation the light of Kingdom
2: Hearts. It's 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 wholesome. Like I, I, just just thinking of like, cause like obviously I don't have kids, and neither do you, and like just the the idea of like being like, yo, this is my flesh and blood, and I I'm showing them Kingdom Hearts, dude. Like that. That's a big moment, dude It is, it
1: is I can't imagine Like, I was already, like, almost done with high school when the first Kingdom Hearts came out So I can't imagine, like, discovering Kingdom Hearts as a kid, dude
2: that I mean, shit, that, that's that's how it was for me Right, that shit would be hype It was and then, and
1: then to be like, yo, my dad likes this shit That is cool
2: You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah you're like what? Wait, wait, my dad actually likes so that's cool. What? My dad likes <laughs>
1: cool stuff. What?
2: <laughs> anyway, thank you,
1: Baker, for the email. Now we have an email from Aiden, who the title says "Caught Up." Hey gang, finally caught up on every episode of the Answer Report podcast, Sheee! the longest running and most woke Kingdom Hearts podcast today. Like watching a whole anime, bruh. True. So I finally mustered the courage to send y'all an email. My name is Aiden a Durbano Adurbano, 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 Adurbano in Discord, Adurbano, I think that's how you say it, Adurbano, <laughs> A-D-U-R-B-A-N-O, it Adurbano in Discord, <laughs> and I've been listening to y'all for about a year now, I joined the Discord months ago, but was a hard lurker for a long time, but I'm trying to be more active in the community, dude, shout out to the lurkers, dude, hell yeah, I found y'all during a dark and confusing part of my life, I had some serious depression while in school and dropped out for the sake of my mental health. Mm. I decided to get a job doing manual labor because I love working with my hands. Wink face, wink face. Hey, yo. I would regularly Hold wear on. headphones at work. I would listen <laughs> to music but wanted to listen to a podcast that wasn't just about food or the gym. Then I found you guys on Spotify and gave it a try. I started with the Sleeping Realms Theory episode and was immediately hooked. But that KH hunger wasn't finished and I found myself still down so I reached for nostalgic things to hopefully bring back that spark in my life. Lo and behold, I found my copy of KH3 that i never finished and made that my new hyperfixation. When I had bought it, all I remember of KH was that it was a weird Japanese Disney game I played over and over as a kid and had a hankering for some nostalgia. I finished my save file, but still wanted more considering I had only ever played KH2 and then KH3. I had no clue what the fuck was going on after I beat KH3, so I had to fill in the gaps. I had Game Pass on my Xbox, Game Pass. Shout out to Game Pass. So I downloaded both cage 1.5, 2.5, and 2.8. I was a trog for weeks grinding <laughs> each game. Dude, So many fond uh... memories and feelings came floating back. Y'all's podcast is what reunited my love for the silly Fantastic Kids game. The banter y'all have reminds me a lot of me and my brother, and I love you guys. And the love you guys have for this game is enchanting. I listen to y'all almost every day at work at 1.25 speed just to catch up. The community you guys have built is amazing, and I love how positive everyone is. Like, even though regular Pat thinks KH1 is the best KH game, (laughs) you never tell him what a stupid, (laughs) dumbass, masochistic, hat-wearing fool of a man he is for thinking so. Rank those adjectives, you fucking nerd. Smiley face. Anyway, I'm really grateful to have found y'all. Y'all have given me... They've gotten me through some really dark time in my life, and I can't thank you guys enough. (laughs) I even listen to y'all in the gym because I can't get enough of Mike and Jay's silky smooth voices while I lift weights. Lexius is my inspiration and train for the fire department. I could type out a book about how much of an impact y'all have had on me in the cage community, but I'll save Mike's throat for now. Hey, yo. Much love to you guys, (laughs) and I look forward to watching you guys grow and succeed. May your hearts be your guiding keys, nerds. Aiden, pure strength stand. Thank you, Aiden. Um, guys, be nice to Pat. <laughs> <laughs> like, what made me start laughing again is
2: I'm just like, Pat's just sitting in his room and is like,
1: "What?" Yeah, we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna get a, we're gonna get another Twitter video of Pat just staring blankly, <laughs> listening to the podcast. <laughs> Aiden, thank you so much for the email, dude. I'm glad we uh, could help you through some some bad shit, and um, you know, all all I want from you guys is to when you when you get your you know you pull yourself out of a bad situation and you you, you please you know if you want to credit us in some way that's okay but what i would say is try to spread that love to someone else yeah and i don't mean like make them listen to our podcast or whatever <laughs> i mean i mean like try you or know you
2: could you could <laughs> you could
1: you could do that you could do but i'm saying like you know help them you know it 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 with the power of friendship the power of kingdom hearts be a positive force in your community. It seems like we our podcast for whatever reason, maybe because we're a couple of trauma-filled individuals ourselves. True. Uh we <laughs> we really help some people through some stuff and and uh I I'm so honored to be that <sighs> for anybody. Um but Yeah, we, absolutely. But we want to be a positive reinforcement from a kingdom heart standpoint and just from a life standpoint. There's a lot of evil in this world and we don't want to add to it. We want to get rid of it. Thank you guys for writing those emails. We appreciate both of you. If you want to email us and be as juiced as those two are, and it seems like we started like an email train recently. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Keep sending these emails. <laughs> uh, Answerreportpodcast at gmail.com. And actually, we, we, I have another. Uh, it's not an email, but um, I thought it was necessary to read on the podcast as well. Uh, Cheery Theoden said this in the Discord. Catching up on recent episodes and hearing all these people tell their stories of the bros inspiring them has inspired me to come forward with my story of how the bros ruined my life. (laughs) The story is short, but the gist is that by watching the marathon charity stream, I got interested in Peggle, then I bought it, and now I'm addicted. (laughs) Now I'm going to a Peggle-specific rehab facility, Mm. and I'm probably going to lose my job as a result. The ARP
2: ruined my life. See? Yeah, but you might find the love of your life there, dude. At, you, the, at, at the, she's also peggle, addicted to peggle, dude. At the
1: peggle rehab facility, so they're 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 just also addicted to so peggle for real. From what I understand, at those peggle <laughs> at those peggle rehab facilities, uh, all they do is they have you play peggle too, and then, <laughs> and and then you yeah. no longer want to play peggle. Yeah, you, you somehow no longer want to play peggle because you play peggle too. That's what I've been told. Uh, I haven't been to one. I I you know, I've not passed the line into addiction of peggle. Mm. Even though I did, yeah, Mike's like <laughs> Mike's in here like I can quit whenever I want. Yeah, I, I can, can quit whenever I want. I can quit whenever I want. I did PB the other day, mm. which was pretty pog. I'm under two hours now on Peggle Nights, so that's pretty exciting because I love playing Peggle, and I'm glad that we could spread the love of Peggle just like we spread the love of Kingdom <laughs> Hearts. Uh, tune in next week for our newest podcast, the uh Peggle Report podcast.
2: Okay, where okay. Jason
1: and I specifically, specifically even. Talk about
2: Peggle. I like, I like Peggle better than Peggle Knights.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Peggle, Peggle, Peggle Peggle Deluxe is better than Knights for sure.
2: Peggle Knights is shit, dude. The levels, some of them are designed well, right? Like you got to have it where the power up for that level has like a specific use, like where you got to figure out, okay, this is, this is how I can get ahead with this power up on this level. But some of them are just dog shit, dude. Like, what am I supposed to do with this fireball ability on this level that feels like there's nothing to do with fireballs at all? Drew, like there's not anything, like, like, bl- like, bricked up. I, that, that, <laughs> well, that's not what I mean, but. Jason, you know. <laughs> Pegged up, if you will. You know
1: the reason I picked Peggle Knights.
2: It's because it's the harder it's one. It's because I'm a
1: Kingdom Hearts fan, and I, like, torturing myself.
2: You <laughs> picked the harder game. So I picked the harder game he to start crit with. crit level one. And then when I go to Peggle Deluxe, it won't be shit. It'll be nothing easy, easy peasy, dude. One thing I did want to say about the emails, though, I like that both emails it just like put put the twinkle back in my eye for even just a second. (laughs) It's gone now, but when they were both like just thinking about when you're playing all the games, yeah, like just that nostalgia you get just thinking about. Oh my God! Like KH one recom KH two like like just and the fact that, like the all in one and all that stuff just has all of it right there it's just banging dude on game pass i absolutely love it and just thinking about playing all those like for the first time and like going through like the end games for the first time too was super cool and like i don't know i feel like synthesis is really underrated and that's why i really like bbs as well like, you can just do this thing that's completely optional and just feel like you're getting, like, way stronger. There's, like, even progression tied to that as well. It's really cool and underrated, and I I wish there was more in it in KH3 because, like, for example, in Cage 2 when you would use it, you would level up the Moogle, and then you could, like, get more recipes, and you could even do, like, the old recipes at, like, half cost and, like, all this other stuff. I hope they bring that type of stuff back. In BBS2, Copium, it's, it exists. But I did like that. Both of the emails made me think of the like playing through it for the first time. You know, going and getting those platinum trophies. For sure. They both invoked heavy nostalgia. Thank you for for nostalgia. Now I just need to go play KH one, and then once I get to the end game, I'll remember why I hate KH one.
1: You'll go. Oh, that's right. I hate the last part of this. Oh, that's right. All
2: the enemies are iframe abusers. True. They need to go to iframe rehab. (laughs) Yeah, dude, get off the iframes invincible out oh, here.
1: I can stop whenever I want, Jason.
2: <laughs> then stop going invulnerable!
1: I can stop whenever I want. Alright, well, yeah, thank you guys again for emailing. Once again, you can email us at answerreportpodcast at com. You can review us on iTunes and Spotify. Spotify, you just leave the review, which actually I w- I'm curious. I want to know. I haven't looked at our Spotify reviews in a while, which there, you can't leave any messages, <sighs> but I just want to see what our rating we is. We got
2: a bunch of
1: Five stars, fifty-four reviews Yay! for an average of five stars,
2: baby. Let's go. Let's go! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen.
1: But yeah, you can uh, you can do that to help us out if you want. It helps the algorithm on both platforms. The Apple one, if you leave words, we'll read them. Sure. Uh, and yeah, just you know, spread the word or the Ansom report. Good the good word, the good tidings, the good tidings. Yeah, that's right. We're becoming a cult. <laughs> the the tithing basket will be at your door in minutes.
2: Hmm. Just drop a fiver in there. Summit is mad. Yeah, we have we have a a guest on the show. Her name is Summit. It's Tara's sister's dog, and that's the Dow. She would be barking. We had to put her upstairs for a little bit because we're recording, and she always be getting it. She wants attention and shit. So. She up there barking. You're like, I'm, I'm gonna try and give you guys a play by play. No, there's no footsteps right now. I think he put her all the way upstairs. I thought it was, she was just in the living room. No more barking. Mike well, just said, that's it. Guys, I'm scared. Oh. He said, that's it. You're getting some peanut butter. <laughs> Um, I think you were talking about how uh everyone is really cool for leaving five star reviews. And oh stuff. yes,
1: and I said drop a fiver in the tithe basket. <laughs> yeah, dude, when it comes around, just uh ten percent of your salary.
2: <laughs> Whoa. A year, that's it.
1: Just to be part of the super spaghetti cult.
2: <laughs>
1: it's not that big a deal. Mm. And, you know, this is, okay, let me just say, this is clearly a joke. Please don't do this. I don't want to hear any of y'all backstage bitching about us. (laughs) Saying, oh, they're asking us for more money again. I don't want to hear none of that backstage bitching, all right? Jason, it's time for everybody's newest favorite segment. Mike around the world! Oh, shit! We're going around the world. Fancy cars. The women in the caviar, they know who we are, because it's Mike going around the world. Remember that song? <laughs> no. You remember pimping All Over the World?
2: No, dude, I was too young. Okay. I don't even
1: remember who sang I think Ludacris is on it. I want to say it's like Pharrell and Ludacris. I could be wrong, though. Jason, last time we went all around the world, so we went to uh, the Destiny Islands. We started at the beginning. But you, I asked you where you wanted to go next, and you said, Olympus Coliseum. And I was like, yo, let's go. So here we are at Olympus Coliseum. Here's Here's a fun fact about Olympus Coliseum, Jason. It's from the movie Hercules. What? I know. It's from the, the animated movie by Disney, Hercules. Uh, it's in, as far as my calculations reach, every Kingdom Hearts game besides Dark Road. which Is that even a game? And it could be. You can't even play it. It could be in Dark Road in the future. We don't know. And I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> But Mike Mike in Cage three it's not Olympus Coliseum, it's Mount Olympus. <laughs> it's the realm of the gods. Shut up, Mikey, alright? <laughs> I know. But it is the a Coliseum's
2: Her- down the fucking road. Yeah, it's a dude.
1: Hercules property in a Kingdom Hearts game. So Hercules is represented in every Kingdom Hearts game besides Dark Road. Even Union Cross. It's in Kingdom Hearts One. It's just a straight up three room coliseum.
2: Yep, yep, just all three Page rooms.
1: Cage Two, you go to the Underworlds, but you also go to the Coliseum mm-hmm. from there and it gets destroyed. Chain of Memories, you just redo the Kingdom Hearts One. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. No, it's not. Not really. It's, it's, it's got. It's a got a bit
2: different rooms because of the how they do the yep. RNG rooms.
1: Three five eight, you go there with Zigbar. Yeah, dude. You do some scouting. So you do some scouting. Yeah, you uh, do a bunch of shit there as well. And then encoded, recoded. You go there, and that, in Recoded, it is turn-based battle.
2: Similar to the Final Fantasy series. Yeah, dude, that's why all the quirky people are like, man, I wish Cage was always like this. Birth by sleep. <laughs> uh,
1: you go to a town near the- Thebes, and um, that is where Zack asks Aqua on a date. So it's a it's huge, true. huge moment for Kingdom Hearts lore. It's true. And then finally in Cage 3... Um, you go you don't really go to the coliseum but you're in olympus you, yeah. go, to, you go to thebes
2: <laughs>
1: you uh, hey, we
2: know it's thebes guys but shout out to shout out to the other spaghetti bro zay eh? he says thebes <laughs> bro tell me why
1: Espy's at home listening to this right now and you said shout out to the other spaghetti bro and he was like <gasps> <gasps> he was like posh champ SB. and then it wasn't him sorry yeah i'm not sorry Espy. you will never be a spaghetti bro <gasps> so what? And then everybody, uh,
2: get, everyone catching strays on this episode. Yeah,
1: you know sometimes Fuck you gotta. Tyler, by the way. So my thing is, everybody always complains about Agra, bruh. But should we be complaining
2: about Hercules instead? Well, dude, and then also it's going to be in four, because of the in, in the trailer. That's true. in some capacity, right? Yeah. Unless that's my boy, uh, Sands, <laughs> dude. <laughs>
1: So I, I, I think we should maybe be complaining about Olympus well, and not... Well, I mean, the
2: difference is, like, yeah, they use those those couple rooms more, but, like, okay, so comparing it from KH1 to Recom, it's a bit different because it, it doesn't feel like it's the exact same rooms over and over because it's just, like, you, you even go inside and outside in Recom, and then in 2, you know, you have the, the Underworld, and you're primarily down there, so that's new. Then in 3, it's 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 really new as well because you're not actually just in the Coliseum or the Underworld. In BBS, it's pretty much the same type of deal where it's mainly just like three, four rooms or whatever. Um, so that's the only time where it really feels like it's a repeat. And especially because you're like going there as like the different characters or whatever. For sure. For sure. But I don't know. I, th- I think it feels different enough. Um, and you're not there for very long in BBS either. Because, like, all those worlds are really short because you're supposed to play through it three times. You
1: know why I think people complain about Agrabah and they don't complain about Olympus? The music in Olympus is dope. Mm-hmm. That's the true. The music in Agrabah, I sleep. Yeah. That's what it's I not think. That's good. Because Kingdom Hearts 1, you got the... They played at the fucking real-life Olympic Games, for Christ's sake. Yeah, that's and true. Then, and then you got the... That's true. <laughs> like that shit. Yeah. That,
2: and then That was so fun in uh Melody Memory. Yeah. And then in two, you got the True. <laughs> True. Dude, When when, when the, uh, like bass comes in doing it too, dude. <laughs> When the in
1: on like, shh, 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 shh. You're like yeah, oh my yeah. god. And then in three, <laughs> in 3, I can't replicate it because it's not as memorable, but it's still better than Akram's. The dun, 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 dun You know that song? That's true. Yeah. And then they bring well, then back the, the other songs too. world is just too.
2: so much bigger in Cage 3 as well. Yeah. There's yeah. actual NPCs and shit. Like, what? There's the there's the speedrun girl. Yeah, there is the speedrun
1: girl. Every speedrun thumbnail, there she is, sitting on top of that that column For whatever reason the waiting. the YouTube
2: algorithm is just like, yo, if you don't uh, put your own thumbnail. This girl sitting on the pillar when you rescue her from the flame cores? Yeah, that's your thumbnail. YouTube knows. YouTube knows what's up. If you don't believe us, search H3 speedrun. It'll be there. You'll see that girl like a million times. It'll be there.
1: Boss wise, which we didn't talk about bosses at Destiny on because there weren't really any bosses. Just The Dark Side and then Handsome, right. I guess. Out of all the bosses in, that have appeared in Olympus, what's what's your favorite, Jay? What
2: would what would you say is the bosses in Cage One? Is it just is it just Cloud and Hades? Well, I would
1: say Cerberus, Cerberus. Because oh Cer- yeah yeah Cerberus, Cerberus yeah. is like the the. I mean, you don't have to actually... Something that's interesting that I was going to mention. In the first Kingdom Hearts, you don't actually have to go to Olympus at all. That's true. You can skip it, and then if you go there after sealing Hollow Bastion... It's this way harder. <laughs> well, that Hades... The scene where like Hades would normally talk to Maleficent, the scene just ends before Maleficent would have showed up. And I think it's really cool that Kingdom Hearts One did this. They did this in a couple different they areas. Panta, yeah, they took they go well. It's not required, so we should have it. Like, because it wouldn't make sense if Maleficent shows up, you already killed her. You know. True. So that's really cool. But I would say Cerberus is like considered the boss there because that's yeah. like the bare minimum you do. I feel like. Okay,
2: so the best is definitely not Cerberus. Uh <laughs> yeah, in both games, Cerberus hate is. Fighting Cerberus. In cage one, he's really bad. In cage two he's okay. He's alright. Well, and then even if you die, it's like a hundred percent chance that Mickey saves you That's in true. Cerberus fight. So it's pretty free. I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Titans fight, bro. In yeah. Three. It is pretty good. The Titans fight in three. Although get up on the Hydra's back is a goaded line. Get up on the Hydra's back! Sora! Well, and what happens is like so if you do the fight exactly how you're supposed to. You don't even hear it. You never hear it. But if you kill the heads without doing the the urinator reaction command, then you will just keep yelling at you and the heads will keep respawning.
1: Get up on the hydra's back! Get up on the hydra's back!
2: So yeah, it's definitely not the hydra. Although the Pegasus run is kind of cool. It is. And then the fact that you can go over to Meg and she'll like give you like Drive orbs and stuff and healing orbs. Yeah. It's kinda cool. It's it's a neat fight. Yeah. Um but I, I, I can't I, even think of like what the boss is in three five eight.
1: Three five eight doesn't have good bosses. Can we just say that? That's true. It's usually like some kind of weird heartless
2: and it's like, Oh,
1: this is the hash slasher or whatever. Yeah. You know
2: what I mean? Like it's never the only like, boss I really remember from three five eight is the Agrabah because that one like I could not beat when I played it originally. What and about then, the ruler of the sky? See, I don't even remember ruler of the sky. And Peter Pan, and then I remember the like the like wall that you fight in Beast uh, Castle because mm. that one was just really weird. Yeah, um,
1: three, five, eight bosses
2: are not memorable. Let's n- just say not that. really. No, um, I uh... then BBS used just fight Zach and then just like random tournament. Like fights right. or whatever, so. Yeah. Which, <laughs> it's funny that, so I, you asked me, Jay, where should we go, right? And I'm like, oh, Olympus, right? And then I was watching Jip, shout out to Jip214. Uh, he was like, he, he was playing BBS, playing Terra's story on Crit, and he was like, Jay, where should we go? And I was like, Olympus, so apparently that's my go-to. Yeah, Olympus is your go-to.
1: To some people, Jason... Are pretty upset that KH3 didn't have an didn't have a Coliseum.
2: That's true. the The reason that people like the Coliseum, at least not, that's how I think most people like it, is because you're able to just redo it. you re, it's re, got replayability. If you want to fight, like the, unlocking the, F, the like the super bosses characters and stuff is, cool is cool too. Yeah. Well, that too, right? Like fighting like the Ice Titan and Sephiroth in one. In two, being able to like fight like Leon and Yuffie and stuff like that is cool. Do that in one as well. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And then, like, uh, yeah, just being able to have harder versions of fights for Heartless that you normally just roll. Um, and there's like, you know, the cool point system and stuff in Cage Two. And it would just be cool to be able to have some of those fights where you can do it again, but in a Coliseum format would be cool. Yeah. And that's that's where they could have put like a, a a Pete fight or something, if there was one, you know, in Cage Three. Wait, why specifically a Pete fight? Because that would just make sense because you fight him there in Cage Two. But why are we pining for a Pete fight? No, I'm just saying that like that
1: that's where you could put one, right? Like, did, did Egg of Dog, <laughs> no, possess my brother? What's No, But he? he's just a trendsetter, apparently. Hey, apparently, he, <laughs> he wants Pete.
2: Now you want Pete? No. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, like, he, he he's there digging up the holes. Like, then there's the, the same scene later, like in Remind, where Zikbar is watching him and then Luigi shows up. Like, it just would make sense that that's like the main place that you would fight him if it's you Pete. fought him. He's got some
1: big shmeat. He's got that big schmee. It's
2: fucking Pete. Although, I am glad that they never were like, yo, let's go back to the Underworld, because not being able to do Drive Forms... Dog, shit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Imagine if you couldn't do Keyblade transformations in the Underworld, dude. That'd be whack. That'd be
1: dog. You know what is dope about the Underworld, though? My boy, Oren, dude. True. Probably the best use of a Final Fantasy character in Kingdom Hearts... Ever. ...is when Oren is your teammate. Yeah. And not only is he a dope teammate to have... Right? Because, like, he's such a good teammate, no one was like, wait, what about Hercules, right? Like, no one yeah, cared. Yeah, yeah, no one even blinked. No one cared, because Orin's so cool. And then he roasts Hades. Yeah, yeah. Hades is like, I'm the king of the other world. He goes, no wonder nobody wants to die. <laughs> fucking roast him, dude. Yeah. Uh, And his Bushido is a dope-ass fucking limit. It's cool. It's cool. And he, he just fits in the story super well. Like, it's the best use of a Final Fantasy character in Kingdom Hearts, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. When he's a bit older too, so like you can tell, like like Sora might look up to him like a little bit in some of the cutscenes. Uh, well, and he's badass. Like, yeah, he's just straight up badass. That's canon.
1: Enough, enough. Your pain shall be twofold. Like he's just, he's just such a cool character, and like that's canon in real life and in the game. Because Sora's like, wow, what a cool guy, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's true. True.
1: Anyway. Anything else we want to say about Olympus? we kind of, you know, talked about it for a while. The music's banging. So, the tournaments are dope. The bosses are okay. Orin's sick. Hercules is an okay party member in three, but he kind of fucks the speedrun a little bit if you don't put him <laughs> on hands off. Yeah. Can, like punch the water core or the flame cores out of and the he's way. He's lame and shit. in
2: the cage two fights as well when yeah. you team up with him. And then I don't really like his fight in cage one either. Honestly, Hercules is kind of lame. He's cool in three, but... He's cool at, in the cutscene where he like throw, he throws them on the pillar. Yeah,
1: and Donald gets stuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit's funny. Oh, wait, no, Donald gets stuck because Hades throws them. Yeah, yeah, that's when yeah, they get yeah, blasted yeah. by... It catches well, Goofy the, and Sora, but
2: he doesn't catch Donald. It's the Titans that throw. Them. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Well, one one thing I want to say is what, what do we think is going to be in Cage 4, I guess? Because it's like... I really think... Do you think it's Underworld again?
1: I think it's actually going to just be a cutscene. You think so? I think they go to get help from Hades. Like how, like,
2: Disney or Disney Town or uh, the, the castle are, like, just a cutscene right. in, in Cage One.
1: I don't think we're actually. Because, okay, to me, Donald and Goofy are looking for Sora.
2: That's what it seems like, yeah, because they're right? just by themselves.
1: So, if. And they're trying to. Hades is the Lord of the Underworld, so, like, maybe there's a connection there. Mm hmm. So it wouldn't make a lot of sense to me that Sora would show up at the Underworld because I think Donald and Goofy are going to have a dead end there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, I don't think that's going to be a playable world. I think it's just going to be a cutscene of Donald and Goofy looking for Sora.
2: Okay. I I think there's two ways. I think there's one where it's similar to what you said, where when you go there, it just starts as a cut scene, and it's Donald and Goofy looking for Sora, right? I think that that might be, like, the canon or whatever of where Soar returns when he comes back from Quadrata.
1: Oh, okay. You think he, like, shows up in the, like, the little yeah, and maybe thing there's like some, Orin does?
2: Yeah, and maybe there's, like, a thing where, like, you have you end up having to do, like, a... It's like a normal cage world where, like, you gotta go through and, like, fight a bunch of people. Like, it, it would make sense as a way to have Hades be like, no, you're not supposed to be alive or, like, whatever, right? Yeah. I think that that would be cool. Um... And also, like, pretty much cement that, like, Sora did die, too. Because, I mean, Strelitzia does say that the, the place is, like, an, at- an afterlife place for them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But But, um, yeah, I think it would be cool. Or I think it's, like, they end up just going back there for whatever reason, right? Like, the, the one thing that does make it a little bit weird is that cutscene just as Donald and Goofy. It could be just, like, clever, like, on some Marvel shit, right? Where, like, they just cut it cleverly, right?
1: I just really think they're there to look for Sora, and so it wouldn't make sense if Sora was there.
2: Yeah. No, but uh, I, I think that it could be like that as well, and you end up going into the underworld and, and, and stuff like that. I think that that's how they would do it. And maybe Coliseum, too, because, I mean, think about all the stuff where we're finding out, hey, this stuff is coming back, or, hey, this stuff did come back. Because people wanted because it. Because people yeah. wanted it. I could yeah, see that. For sure.
1: I, I think there's other places they could do, like, a Coliseum-style thing, though. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be Olympus.
2: Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's the easiest. Dude, in the Shang-Chi world. Hell yeah, that dude. That would be so fucking
1: sick. Or even just, like, fucking Toy Box, dude. You just fucking have the toys. Yeah. I'm really into the toys, fighting the toys for some reason. I mean, because that's what you grew up doing, is fighting toys. I want to fight the toys. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Watch this. There's a backflip. Jason, what are we doing? What <laughs> world are we going to next time? Now that we're saying goodbye to Olympus. Dude, let's
2: go to Halloween Town. I just like the, I just like the mayor, and
0: he's
2: like, Oh, Jack! Is that your pelvic bone? Are you just happy to see me, Jack? Oh,
1: Jack! Jack! Now I know why they call you Bone Daddy. <laughs> And also the motherfucker. Oh, baby. Yeah, Oogie to the Boogie. Oogie Boogus. Oogus Boogus. Yeah, so that's where we'll go that's next the time. La- that's the Latin name for Oogie Boogie. Oogus Boogus.
2: Oogus <laughs> <Uggis> Boogus.
1: <laughs> Don't fact check us. Don't fact check. The person to collect the tithe will be at the door soon. Anyway, let's take a short break, Jason. And when we come back, we are going to do the question of the week. I had to do it differently because mm. then that way... When you guys hear the
2: stinger after this, it's fresh. It sounds way better. Right, exactly. So we'll be right back.
0: This is Richard Epcar. Welcome to the Ansem Report Podcast. Come to the darkness.
1: Welcome back to the Ansem Report
0: Podcast. Yeah. Jason.
1: Jason. You know what time it is?
2: It's time for the question of the week.
1: Oh, yeah. Wow, he did it, and it worked. Oh, my gosh. I've I've typically been the only one to make it work. And we are actually joined today by a special guest, Tetsuya Nomura. He's here in the studio. I love you. Say hi, Mr. Nomura.
0: Hello, Super Spike Getty Brothers. It's great to be here on the Ansem Report podcast. I am Tetsuya Nomura.
1: uh, Thank you so much, Nomura, for being here. My pleasure. Let's get right into it. This question of the week is from Jason. If you were interviewing Mr. Tetsuya Nomura and you could ask him any question, what would it be? So uh, Nomura himself is going to answer. I hope you guys guys are ready. And uh, Mr. Nomura himself is going to answer these for us.
0: I was born ready. Bring it on, bitch.
1: First first question is uh, first from Sean. If you were to make an adaptation of Kingdom Hearts, would you do it in the style of Arcane? Arcane, please? I need to know that every piece of media made from now on will imitate Arcane. You don't understand. I need this smiler, 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 smiler smilers, smilers. What say you, Mr. Nomura?
0: Yes, we know Arcane is a very popular show. We'll perhaps have to see what we can do to work with the Arcane team in the future. Laughs.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, interesting. Interesting, Mr. Namiro. Thank you for that answer. Zvolt uh, says, rumor has it you were drunk when you thought of Recoded. My question is, did you have to make it? Like, was drinking a godsend or a sign to make the game? Why? Just why? Namira? What, what do you have to say about that?
0: Well, this is a common misconception due to bad journalism and YouTube clickbait. I was not drunk when I made Recoded. Don't believe everything you hear on the internet. Laughs.
1: <laughs> okay, I, you know, you know uh, I'm, I'm really glad you could put that rumor to rest, Mr. Nomura. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Zombie says, so Yozora looks at, I think he meant Yozora looks like Noctis from Versus 13. Are you doing that because you never got to release it? Or is there some reason you're doing it checks note?
0: Well, Zombie, that's a good question, and I've heard it on the internet a lot. Yes, Yozora does look like my Noctis from Versus 13. However, Versus 13 is dead and will never come back. Please, stop asking.
1: Wow, okay, all right. Well, that's a very candid answer, Mr. Amir. Thank you. Uh, this is this is quite the scoop. Uh, Tyler Tylerims on that same vein asks, uh, what's your revenge plan? What is your revenge plan going to be after getting Final Fantasy Versus thirteen stolen from you? Uh, when will we see the real Noctis, and if there's any connection to Yozora and Leslie? Leslie from... Uh,
0: oh, I see. I think Leslie is a cool guy. However, I don't see how Leslie is like Yozora in any way. Yozora is cool. Laughs.
1: Uh. Okay, th- thank you. Uh. Thank you, Mr. Uh, uh. Would you like some cheese from our charcuterie board?
0: I hate cheese.
1: Okay, well, Castle Oathkeeper says, when will we get playable Goofy again? Again. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, uh, I'm not sure when Goofy was playable. Uh, could you expound on that, Mr. Nomura? Laughs. Billy the Kid Lawrence asks, what is the biggest thing you wanted to do with a Disney property that Disney said no to, other than the stuff with Elsa in Kingdom Hearts 3? Also, are you aware of the term, mommy? And how it applies to our blue-haired spellweaver? If not, allow me to enlighten you,
0: mommy. Thank you, Billy, for the question. I would say that I really wanted to show Tarzan's ass back in Kingdom Hearts One, but it was blocked by Disney for various reasons. Also, Aqua is not a mother; she has never had children, to my knowledge.
1: Oh, all right. Well, okay, uh, Mr. Amir, Thank you. Uh, Elks, Uh, Elks? uh Jason, you want to read this one from Alex?
2: Yeah. Alex uh, says. Can you please make a KH fighting game, please? I'm on my knees at this point.
0: A Kingdom Hearts fighting game like Street Fighter is definitely possible and is something that has been thought about by the team quite a bit. However, we believe that Nickelodeon All-Stars with rollback netcode is the closest thing you'll see.
2: Nickelodeon, not multiverses, Nomura. I gotta show you multiverses, dude. Like, it's way better than Nickelodeon Brawl
0: Stars. I am actually not a fan of Bugs Bunny.
2: Wow.
1: All right, Mr. Ramirez, kind of weird. Wow. Uh, Kyrie's bro asks, I think I would want to ask him something like what his art inspiration is. It's so tempting to ask him something about KH, but I almost don't want to know anything. Ha ha. So what, what, uh, your art inspiration, I guess, Mr.
0: Ramirez. Some would say my art inspiration comes from alcohol. And they would be wrong. And it would be bad journalism. Like all creative works, my inspiration comes from the heart.
2: Wow, okay. That's it. Thank you, uh, Mr. Amira. That was really deep, Nomura.
1: yeah, Thank wow. You. uh asks, asked kind of a sappy one, but I would like to I would ask him what Sora said to Kyrie on the tree trunk moments before he vanished, which they showed us in the Remind DLC Oh, yeah, I- I'm interested to hear your answer on this one, Mr. Namura.
0: I hope you will please look forward to Kingdom Hearts Four, where we will reveal what was said in this scenario, also, please look forward to playing missing link. This game is much closer to a normal Kingdom Hearts title than our previous mobile outings.
1: Mr. Nomura, you didn't, you didn't mention Dark Road, I noticed. What? Alright, uh, moving on. Uh, Bear asked, "I the question I would ask Nomura is how cool is it to be you?
0: It's really cool to be able to work with such cool people on such a cool franchise with such cool fans.
1: Alright, uh, Deepy Grant asks, I would ask if you'd ever consider not listening to fans while writing the story Rip Dead Roxas.
0: I took quite a bit of time considering whether to bring Roxas back or not. But the Relentless Kingdom Hearts fans really wanted to see him again, so I thought, what the hell? I really don't have anything planned for him creatively, so don't expect to see much of him in the upcoming titles. His story is pretty much finished.
1: Namira really just... saying Roxas isn't gonna...
2: be around. Keish Waterblock says, What's your creative thought process on designing characters and choosing worlds?
0: Well, Mr. Waterblock some would say that I drink a lot, but that would be wrong and, again, bad journalism. Also, I would consider someone who claims something like this to be, backstage bitching. I do not like that. I do not drink when designing my characters or choosing what world should go in the game. When I consider worlds for Kingdom Hearts, I think about which properties speak to my heart, then I consider how the world fits within the story. When designing characters, I try to think out of the box. For example, what if a character wore a clothing item in a way that they normally wouldn't? Like a belt strapped to their face? I also really like plaid as of recently. Laughs.
1: SB cat asks, I'd ask if he knows about our secret cult to push Square Enix to release Versus 13. Nomura cut. We want it, Square. Let the real king flourish.
0: Well, SB cat, you are definitely, not, the third Spike Getty bro. I will tell you that there is no Nomura cut. The game wasn't even close to completion when they kicked me off. I mean, when I chose to leave the project.
1: Wildcat Diana asks, I would ask him if he didn't forget that Ven and Loriam could not just look at each other in a group scene in Kingdom Hearts 6. Papa Nomura, you do have the outline of the six kids' connections for the next game scenarios, right? Right?
0: Oh ho ho ho, those kids? We'll see what they are up to in Missing Link.
1: Stukat asks, Mr. Nomura, what's your take on the idea that Aqua is... Mommy. And the piss meter. Sorry if that's a dead joke. I was just listening to episodes 5 and 6.
0: As a development team, we are looking into ways to implement a piss meter into Kingdom Hearts 4. I hope you will please look forward to this development. Again, Aqua has never conceived a child. Therefore, she is not a mommy.
1: Pandalove asks, I would ask how he can make a specific scene to explain why Mickey is shirtless at the end of KH1 and still say shit like this. Are nobody emblems natural? Do humanoid nobodies have them? Is this something you all care about? Laughs. No, the humanoid nobodies don't have them. Think of them as the nobody equivalent of pure but heartless. They all lack emblems.
0: Well, Panda, I do not like your tone. Do you know that pandas are an endangered species? Laughs.
1: Yonsong, uh, first of all, would like to know how you're doing and uh, making sure you're all right. Make sure you're taking care of yourself so you can keep telling stories for a long time. Let him know that there are people in the fan base who take the story for what he's trying to do with it and not forcing their own narratives upon it. And then I would tuck him in and kiss him on the forehead, my sweet prince. So I guess Mr. Um, uh, Yantag wants to know if you're alright.
0: I only sleep four hours a day like Yoshi P. I chain smoke cigarettes and drink nightly. I haven't seen my family in years. Thank you for your concern. ha 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 Laughs.
1: My question for from Serious Black here. My question for Nomura would be if he ever thought about branching Kingdom Hearts into other gaming genres, so a Kingdom Hearts fighting game, or Kingdom Hearts turn-based RPG, or a Kingdom Hearts RTS-style game. I personally think 2.5D Kingdom Hearts fighting game would be awesome. Just partner with Arc System Works, and it's a home run. Uh, Nomura didn't have an answer to that one, Serious Black, but he's furiously scribbling in his notepad. So, yes. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Please look forward, I guess. Cherry Theoden wants to know, uh, there are several lines about the scent of darkness in Chain of Memories. What exactly does darkness smell like?
0: That was actually a simple translation error. It should have said Riku sensed darkness, not smelled. Therefore, I'm not sure what darkness smells like. My guess would be Brussels sprouts and black licorice.
1: Pokemon Trainer J says, if Kingdom Hearts has to, had to end, do you have a final scene moment in mind?
0: At this point, I don't know that the fan base would let me end it. Ha ha.
1: Yeah, wow, that was a good answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mailman CEB says, what's in the black box? Do you even know what's in it?
0: Nomura laughs. Does not answer.
1: <laughs> uh, Mo 2255 asks, hi, anybody up?
0: Is this guy down bad?
1: Uh, he might be, Nomura, I'm not sure. Uh, the mop 13 says, will the worlds ever come back together, and how would an event like that change the series?
0: Please look forward to Missing Link coming to mobile devices with a beta test coming this fall.
2: I don't know that I answered the question, but um, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, Missing Link, dude. It's the it's yep. the main thing today, dude. Uh, Meteor Phoenix
1: asks, "Who's your favorite Disney character and why is it Hercules?"
0: My favorite Disney character is Oswald, the Lucky Rabbit. Laughs. <laughs> that's pretty funny but to <laughs>
1: oh hey uh Chillery asks Mr. Ramirez, you're designing a character belts or zippers you can only choose one
0: I would choose plaid
1: uh MJ Scott Boy says who is your favorite member of the keykeepers
0: who Omega lol <laughs> I am kidding clearly it's Dean It was Sarah Key, but then I got the same Samsung at five million times.
1: Uh, asks, would you like to press charges against the Super Spaghetti Bros for tying you up in their studio and feeding you subpar charcuterie boards?
0: Actually, the charcuterie was above average and there have been times in my life where I enjoyed being bound.
1: Okay, Mr. Namira, uh, Ram asks, where is Tarzan? Is he safe? Is he alright?
0: Tarzan is a fictional character. I am not sure how to answer this question.
1: Okay, uh, so David Russell is asking this next one, Mr. Amira, and uh, he says, The question literally no one but me and other hyper-fixated music folks care about, but there's something I'm extremely interested in. Regarding the sound direction of the series, with the cutscene music of KH3 being handled by an in-house group of arrangers and most of the event-slash-battle music being done by the two composers, uh, to, to, Sekido and Ishimoto, do you think this will continue to be the musical direction for the future of the series? And how much involvement will Yoko Shimomura have on the music for the future entries of the series? Please don't end KH4 without a Shimomura track or I will cry, this is a threat.
0: That is a very specific question that I do not know how to answer. All I can say is please look forward to Missing Link and Kingdom Hearts 4.
1: And finally, Mr. Ramirez, you've been so patient and kind. Thank you for answering all these questions. We have one more from K-Raiden Gaming who actually uh, has three different questions, or four different questions. Really uh, just
2: breaking the rules, huh? Yeah, uh, so...
1: Uh, question one: Square Enix is building Final Fantasy VII Rebirth on Unreal Engine Five. How are the developers liking the engine? Is it truly faster to build on? Uh, that's not a Kingdom Hearts question, K rain We're disqualifying that one. Question two: Do you think Kingdom Hearts Four will be out faster than KH3 after that first after that game was first revealed? Uh, well, uh, Nomura, why don't you answer that one?
0: As you may have heard, Kingdom Hearts 3 had a troubled development cycle due to a switching engines mid-development. Therefore, I do not think Kingdom Hearts Four will take as long as Kingdom Hearts 3 did.
1: That's a good answer. Wow, that was like. Wow. That's a really good answer. Yeah, Nomura. wow. And we're not the last question, it's about Final Fantasy Ten Three, 3, which we know is not a real thing, right, Nomira? Laughs. Anyway, guys, uh thank you, thank you so much for these questions, questions of week. Jason, do you have a question for Mr. Nomira?
2: <sighs> dude, what have people not asked for real? I know, dude? I like, know. What like they even asked how his day is, dude. Like what the heck? Like uh, uh my wh- question,
1: Mr. Nomira, is what is your favorite type of Italian food?
0: I have not eaten a ton of Italian food as it is not popular where I live in Japan. However, I am a big fan of the character Garfield, and like him, I do enjoy a pan of lasagna.
1: Oh, wow. No, here, wow. No, here's a Garfield fan. Wow, this no. is huge. KH-13 better run with that. Uh, Jay, <laughs> Jay what's, your, what's your question for <laughs>
2: Um, Man. I don't know how I'm supposed to follow up with that question.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: I know, um... I, I'm gonna have to say, please tell me. I I don't I don't want a, a seesaw trio game. They they can go be whatever, right? But I gotta have a BBS trio game. Please tell me, is
0: BBS two real? Well, Jason, you beautiful man with beautiful long hair. I hope you will please look forward to missing Link and later on Kingdom Hearts Four, where all will be revealed. With regards to Kingdom Hearts Four, unfortunately there's not any new information that I'm going to be able to share for a while. But if people could really dive into this interview that we had today, I did reveal a little bit of new information, and more details during this conversation. So it'll be great if people could consider that and find some new information that way. I also wanted to mention Kingdom Hearts Missing Link. We're working towards launching the closed beta within the year. I know that not everybody is really into smartphone games, so some fans might not be really excited for it but we are making it so that it's something that anyone can jump right into. Compared to our past mobile releases, it's a lot closer to the series and also connected in many ways to Kingdom Hearts 4. The easiest way to get more new information and hints about Kingdom Hearts 4 would be first to play Missing Link. There will also be some. It's a lot closer to the series and also connected in many ways to Kingdom Hearts 4. The easiest way to get more new information and hints about Kingdom Hearts 4 would be first to play Missing Link. There will also be some.
1: Alright, everybody, uh, thank you, Mr. Nomira. Uh this was a treat having you on. Uh take some cheese for you with you for the road. And um we appreciate you coming into the Spaghetti Bro Studio. Uh the Spaghetti Compound, if you will. And we hope your flight home is safe. And um thank you for making our favorite game series and designing some of our favorite characters.
2: Forever a legend.
1: Ladies gentlemen, Titsu Mira. I, I I'm sorry, we surprised you guys with that this week. Um, we didn't wanna you know freak anybody out by having him be here, but it's
2: definitely real,
1: but yeah, that was really cool it's that definitely that we had real. Him, We had him in and on um anyway, uh what should the question of the week be next week because I mean, I don't know how we follow that up. You
2: could ask him another question no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you could ask Yoshi p a question, what would it be? <laughs> Oh, no. Bad when we don't have Question of the Week questions. That's yeah. how you know
2: we're really in That's trouble. That's how you know we're in trouble. For real. Really in trouble. For anyway, real. guys, if you have any question, uh, All right, this, week's, this week's
1: Question of the Week is, what should the Question of the Week be? <laughs> That's what we're doing. No way. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we're absolutely doing that. <laughs> this week's Question of the Week is, what should the Question of the Week be? There's
2: no That's way. That's right, bro.
1: folks. You! <laughs> You get to decide what happens on the Answer Report podcast. <laughs> you do. Oh no! That's right. You're gonna get oh. to decide what the question of the week is. Oh no! Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Uh, next week we'll be back for episode 11. We unfortunately won't be as cool as having like Nomura on, but you know,
2: definitely real Nomura,
1: definitely real Nomura. But it will still be fun regardless. So. Uh, thank you guys for listening and watching. We'll see you back next week for episode 11. Jason, hit him with it.
2: May your heart be your guiding key. Now, fuck off. All
1: right, guys. That was Ansom Report uh, podcast number 10. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you to right Thank you to Tetsuya wow. Nomura. Wow, Can you say his podcast. name right. Yeah, I know. Weird, right? Oh. Uh, thank you to Shane Plunkett and Jesse Wright of Metal Vista Media for letting us use Radiant Garden, the theme song of the Anthem Report podcast. Absolute Bang. It's an absolute banger. You're listening to it right now. You already fucking know. Also, we have a Patreon at patreoncom slash where we're doing all kinds of fun shit. Uh, come check us out and support us, like these people have. Nesquik 502.
2: Billy the Kid Lawrence. Corinne Ver, Dr. Lamb, DP Grant. Elbow Tooth. Energy Scott. Espact.
1: Famous for Nothing. Gav Dodd. Iron Agro.
2: Iron Daddy Sean. Itcha Boy Woody. Pokemon Trainer J. Lisa S. Mr. Trumpeter. 7 Eleven. Orpheus Joshua. Peyton. Preferred Whale 6. Sean
1: AFK. Charles Barkley. Tyler Tyler Rims. Vigilous Gaming. Water K.H. Song. Zach Key. Chillery. Lands of Masters. Egglag, 49. Frank Berg. Get Roxel. Regular Matt. Fabio the Iguana.
2: Unholy Dolphin. Vetus. What's up, Carl? Chenin. Damon Z, Kyrie's bro, Travis Town Jr, Bill Games, Afro Roxas. Thank you guys so
1: much for supporting us on Patreon. If you want to be a juiced individual like any of those people, go to patreon.com slash SuperSpaghettiBros. We are having all kinds of cool stuff go up there, including our podcast, Fine, I'll Do It Myself, where Jason and I tier list the different Marvel movies. I just watched Sword of the Dark World last night. It sucks. Spoiler. But if you want to hear us talk about it more in depth, you got to go to patreoncom bro, among other things. CBT podcast Eddie with Tara is up there early. Yet support podcasts is up there early, and all kinds of other shit. So go check it out. Patreon.com/slashMyEddieBros. Thank you for watching. We will see you guys next week.
2: the arm and if mops it god doesn't it and if mops it's